You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. Welcome to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast, and very excited today to bring you an exclusive interview with Amy from Lego Masters Season 3. We have been so excited waiting to chat to Amy and I must say she was an absolute delight. Yeah, she was so lovely and she gave us a lot of really interesting insights about what it's like to be on the show and what the casting process was like during the lockdown that we had last year and especially down in Victoria. So very, very interesting. Very grateful to her for her time. So check it out now after this transition. Okay, we have a very special guest today. Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited to chat to you. Obviously, sad that you've been eliminated. You know, we were such a big fan and we were very excited to see where you and Dawe were going. But it means we get to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... I'd love for you to tell us how your Lego Masters experience was. Um, So my experience was a little bit, I guess, unique. Um, uh, Well, I can sort of describe it as the best time of my life mixed with the worst time of my life just Mm. due to um, I had some, uh, I had my grandfather that I was very close to pass away uh, during the filming um, and I had found out uh I think it was during the filming of episode one that he had uh gone to hospital uh it was a very big shock for me mm. and it sort of it was really hard to think creatively like I felt like I was there in body but not necessarily there in mind so that was a big challenge yeah 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 that would have been really hard especially because there's already a lot of pressure yeah. happening with the show. You've got lots of cameras on you. There's a time constraints. And then to add in anything that's happening in your personal life is exactly. a lot. Yeah. 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 And sort of happening to, uh, I guess, as soon as you walk on set, you just have to try leave your mind at the door sort of thing mm. and try continue on, um, which it was a big challenge. But I did it. And, yeah, with the help of all the beautiful um fellow Lego masters. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think we say this almost every episode, but everyone just raves about the like family that you guys build and how close everyone becomes. Was there a particular team that you got along with best or was it literally like everyone is best friends with everyone? (laughs) Yeah. It's literally everyone. It, yeah, it becomes, you become a whole family. Mm. The filming was during the uh, the Melbourne lockdown, the mm-hmm. COVID lockdown. So we actually all become quite close because we were like, yeah, <laughs> we don't really go out many places. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we were all there together. It was amazing. Um, yeah, we had found our people. <laughs> That's so nice. And had you uh, done much building before the show, like competitively, or was Lego always more of a hobby for you? And then the show kind of just brought it on this whole new level. Oh, definitely more of a, a hobby thing. I loved, um, like, I, I loved building with Lego, uh, like the kits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really done much mocks myself, like just like little bits and pieces mm-hmm. here and there, but yeah. From that perspective, though, what made you then decide to apply for the show? Uh, so I was actually contacted um, on my Instagram. So uh, I had worked on a YouTube video together with Dawe mm-hmm. about Lego. And so I had a little Instagram account for Foxy Bloxy and I got an 
a message on there saying, would I be interested in applying for the show? And I remember screenshotting it and sending it to Darway and saying, uh, is this real? Like, <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, you should definitely do it. Like, see if one of your friends want to do it. I was like, oh, you're like, I know you collect Lego. you got hates of Lego. I think it would be awesome if you could come along with me to this show. Like, <laughs> and then he was like, oh, but yeah, I'm glad that we applied and yeah, we got through. It was very surreal. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. So then what was the audition process like for you? Was it a lot of different interviews and and practice builds or anything, or was it a bit different to that? Uh, Definitely, because it was um, all through the COVID lockdown sort of thing. So it was a lot of Skype interviews and we had to do like a a joint like uh, build challenge. I think it was over Skype or something like that. So Darway from his house and me from my my house and a couple of the producers, we sat down and sort of did a practice challenge sort of thing in front of them. So. Yeah, that was it was really cool. Um and yeah, a lot of other separate um yeah, Zoom meetings and Skype interviews and stuff like that. It was I don't know, because it was in a time where we couldn't really go out and socialize much. So just mm. yeah, having yeah. this uh it, it was very, very exciting at the time. It felt like I was going on a holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so and you and Darway obviously knew each other beforehand. How long did you guys know each other and had you ever built Lego together on a combined model before? No, we actually hadn't built together before. We we had uh, made a, a YouTube uh, video together on Lego. Um, we had met, I think it was like the end of 2009, just online. I had learned that he was like a Lego collector. And at the time I was actually making some YouTube videos on plants and succulents because I'm a succulent collector. And like we started talking about, like Darwin said, oh, would you ever be interested in like doing like Lego videos and stuff like that? And I was like, heck yes. That sounds (laughs) amazing. So that's how Foxy Bloxy was created. And yeah, yeah, we we worked on only one video together and then, then and this whole Lego Masters thing sort of <laughs> blew up and I was just like, oh, my goodness. So I didn't really have much time to make much more videos after that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get back into it. Like I've made a couple of other little ones, but, yeah. And so once you made it onto the show, obviously – It's a lot. It's a bit of a whirlwind. And you were saying before at times you were sort of struggling with that creativity. Yeah. How how was it building with Dawei when you finally got to work together? It was really good. So we are very opposite in the fact I think I'm more of a creative brain where Dawei is a bit more sort of like, uh, uh, what's it called? Logic, Mm -hmm. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Which, yeah, at times it works really well. Yeah. Um, but except for my creative brain was a little bit frazzled at the time. So, yeah. (laughs) So did you guys have, um, a kind of process that you followed with each build? Like, did you go into it saying, okay, you tackle this part, I tackle this part, or did you really have to sort of just see how it went every, every challenge? Every challenge was a little bit different. Um, Mm. we tried to do the, let's do, I'll do this bit, you do that bit sort of thing. But a lot of the times it did sort of cross over. And of the builds that you did get to do, what was your favourite? Like I really loved how the ship build turned out, the snow globe. Yes. That was, it it looked absolutely beautiful. I would probably say it was a lot of fun doing our first build, the rainbow waterfall. I just loved, I don't know, I really love lots of colours and things like that. So building the the 
the waterfall was a lot of fun. I really loved that. Like I, I know Brickman had a bit of criticism about it, but I was like, this looks amazing. It's <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was really cool. I wish, I think possibly if my circumstances would have been a little bit different with like what was going on mm-hmm. in my background of my life sort of thing, I possibly might have chucked a lot of more colour into things, like just a little mm. bit more, mm. yeah. It's okay. And you mentioned the snow globe build. We spoke to Jeff in Atlanta the other week and they talked about how they had no idea that the snow was going to build up so much because it ended up being quite a thick layer on the bottom. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Did that end up being a challenge for you guys or were you worried when you sort of started seeing the snow build up at all? Well, none of us knew how much snow there was going to be. I actually, for some reason, didn't know it was going to be tiny little polystyrene balls. I thought it was going to be bits of paper. I had no, <laughs> idea. I had no idea. But um, yeah, so when we saw how much snow was piling in, it was a little bit like, oh no, <laughs> what's happening? Because I think we were the, the first team mm. that they actually switched the button on for. So we all got to go, oh, okay, that's how much snow it is. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think we all possibly might have built a bit different if we had known how much snow was going to be in the snow globe. But I guess you were all in the same boat. Yes. See, that's a pun. Uh, That was a pun. I I liked that. I love puns. (laughs) One thing that we talk about on the show quite a bit, um, and then I'm really curious for your perspective on is how difficult it is to really appreciate all the little details that go into the builds when you film them and cut it down to, you know, a 60 or 90 minute TV show. Oh, yeah. Could you talk about maybe some of the details that didn't quite make it into the episodes that you wish we could have seen more of? It's funny. We spend so much on these tiny little mini stories within the builds and these tiny little details and then... When we see it on screen, I'm like, oh, there was a whole story behind that. And yeah. especially like inside the cave, like in our um, the Rainbow Waterfall build, it was uh, so there was the miners that was mining away these like magic rocks from the mountain, and there was like all these robbers that were coming to steal oh. the like the um, the magic stones off the the miners and stuff, and people were falling into the water, and it was just like all these things that we had uh, spent so much time to. Yeah, in details, it sort of gets, um, yeah, I suppose I can't really include all of it on telly, but, (laughs) yeah. Especially with that cave because, like, looking in and around it, I feel like it just would have been such a way to encapsulate so many details and I feel like there was two shots of the cave in the final episode and straight away Zoe and I were both like wait wait a second there's a whole cave there I want to see the cave yeah (laughs) yeah there's a lot of cool stuff inside as well we had a lot of uh the light bricks I had never Mm. worked with any of the the press light bricks before so that was I was really excited to put them in the in the cave um, but then when I look back at it, like on the TV, I'm like, I can't see any of the light bricks yeah. inside. <laughs> but that's okay. One thing the TV show did make a meal out of was the dragon that Darway ended up building for that build. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it definitely seemed like it was quite a struggle. He was maybe a bit indecisive as to how he wanted to go about it. I thought it ended up great, but oh, could you talk us through what it was like throughout that episode? Yeah, it turned out fantastic in the end. So when that... <laughs> the bowling ball was heading for that dragon and we just kind of thought just like you know just smash that dragon there was a lot of stress in the dragon (laughs) but also loved the dragon it was absolutely gorgeous like there was moments where I thought we weren't going to have a dragon which I was a bit worried about Mm. but yeah Darwe did such an amazing job building it so yeah 
do you know why he was so hesitant? Like he just he wasn't sure technically how to execute it. He's just a little bit like that sometimes. I don't think um, he he sort of thrives on that last minute pressure sort of thing, mm. um, <laughs> which that that kills me. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I think, I don't know if he was just waiting and just waiting for that, that feeling of, oh my gosh, I better get this done sort of thing. And then, yeah, I don't know what was happening, (laughs) but I was worried. So one thing that was inside the dragon, I had actually put some um, translucent uh, chain bricks inside the, there was like little capsules inside the dragon. So it meant that if that dragon had been smashed by the bowling ball, they would have seen some glittery guts go flying. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that so looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> wow. There really are so many little details that we just don't get to see yeah. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that we've sort of talked about that we don't get much from on TV is the feedback that Brickman gives. Mm-hmm. We only really see like sometimes one or two comments, like if, especially when there's more teams at the start of the season, that sometimes Brickman can be like, this is really good. I love your story. And then we're on to the next team. And we're like, wait, was that it? So yeah. Next. How long do you guys actually spend getting feedback and going through the builds? Uh, a lot longer than what it's shown on telly. So we do get um, all of, yeah, Brickman's advice and feedback. So um whether it be good or bad, we get it all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all what, what left wondering, thinking, oh, wait, is this good or is it bad? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And once sort of the judging has been made, do you all get time to really go and explore each other's builds? No, not at all. So, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited about watching the show on television because I, I was then able to sort of see what my friends had built. So, Wow. Yeah. They really get taken straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've yeah. obviously had a little bit of time now since the filming of the series to to go back and probably overanalyze all those builds that you did. When you look back on them, do you think there's any obvious changes that you'd wish you'd made at the time? Or do you kind of feel like, no, we absolutely did the best we could and I'm, I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest? <laughs> I think looking back at spending so much time on the little details that don't really get picked up on television, that's something I would have possibly changed. Um I remember watching, I think it was an interview with Jackson and Alex last year about how they build for the camera and it's 100% true. Like um, the camera only picks up certain details, like large details. So I feel like possibly I would have changed a few things with our builds and, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, fair enough. And I guess now that you have that perspective of what it looked like in person versus what it did look like on camera, like it would be so hard to picture. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And we've still got a bit of the season to go left, but if you had to make a, a guess as to who you think could take out the win, do you have any idea? I absolutely love Fleur and Sarah. I, I, uh, team girl power, I would love for them to win. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need more Lego ladies in the universe, so yes. <laughs> and those two are the sweetest. They are such a delight to watch. They're beautiful, yes. <laughs> I mean, we've talked a lot about how they're, idea generation has been so unmatched on the show like without fail they'll always have just the most creative out of the box ideas so hopefully that can see them through to the finish i hope so i hope so amazing well thank you so much for answering all our questions amy and joining us on the show is there anything you wanted to plug before we let you go thank you so much for having me uh everyone can find me on foxy bloxy on youtube on or instagram i think i'm on a couple of other different social media things out there as well but yeah 
Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast because we're going to have more interviews like this one with Amy. Although, how can we top that? We don't know, that's for sure. <laughs> and we'll have recap episodes for every episode of the TV show, which is also a lot of fun if you want to hear our uh, non-Lego expert opinions. Definitely listen to those. <laughs> Make sure you are following us on our socials at Lego Masters underscore Deconstructed on Instagram and at LMD the Pod on Twitter. We'll always post there when we have a new episode. And of course, you can chat to us about any of your thoughts or feelings or ask us any questions. Zoe does say always, and that is true for the Instagram, yes. which she runs. <laughs> I do the Twitter, and I would like to change the always to mostly like I do a decent job of it but sometimes I'm busy and I forget or like the the episodes always go up but maybe I forget to tweet about it because I'm too busy looking at memes or something (laughs) if you have Lego (laughs) memes by the way I'd love to see them I haven't seen many this season send them our way yeah please do anyway sorry about that Um, good times everyone thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye bye